This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome to the first campaign of Power Word Fail, Chosen of the Crystal Crown. To learn more about the cast, the characters, and the world of Telthar, check out our Session Zero, available wherever you listen to your podcasts. You are listening to the plot recap of Episodes 1 through 51 of Campaign 1 of Power Word Fail. Let's get into it. Our story begins, as so many others do, in a jail cell. Six people chained up in the dark with no memory of how they got there. Theric, the grave singer killed. Their traveling companion. Spunk, shepherd of heroes! Miraz the Magnificent, a human wizard of great renown, at least according to myself. He is pretty great. And his bodyguard and friend, Pickles. Goblin by birth, but a Goliath by right. Ambrose Moussant, who uses practical rather than divine means to fight against the dark forces and is extremely rich. <laughs> <laughs> his childhood best friend Evangeline Abernathy of the Mornstead Abernathys prophet and cleric of a mysterious entity known as the Prince the new friends quickly set about freeing themselves and upon emerging from the underground prison discovered they were in a mystical forest populated by talking animals of celestial origin accepting a quest from Phineas the Fox to follow their feet the party began to trek out into the woods and eventually reached a cliff where they took a leap of faith and jumped into whatever awaited them. They awoke in the great halls of a temple of the Crystal Crown in the town of Farrington and discovered they were unwittingly competing in a series of trials to determine who was worthy of inheriting this ancient instrument of power. Despite their misgivings, the party agreed to continue to the final stage of the competition, the Trial of Valor. In this final trial, the failures faced down a dragon named Pharaoh, who offered them promises of great wealth and knowledge if they could simply set him free. Deciding it was cruel to keep such a creature in chains, the party agreed, and after receiving directions to a great treasure, gave Pharaoh his freedom. The failures then bore witness to a terrible destruction wrought by the ancient red dragon escaping from beneath the temple. In the chaos of a half-destroyed Farrington, they managed to find each other as well as gain a new companion, a teenage boy named Christopher, son of one of the temple priests who had died in the catastrophe. Fearing the fallout of their part in Farrington's destruction, the party set out for the southern city of Northwatch, intending to supply there before heading east in search of the dragon's treasure. During the travels, it became clear that Evangeline is entangled with a malevolent force in the Prince, and the party tensions run high. By the time they arrive to the police state of Northwatch, the figures have reached their breaking point, and in a final confrontation, Christopher stalks into the city alone. Evangeline insists they go after him, and as they sneak into the city via the sewers, the failures battle a series of undead entities that eventually lead to Evangeline's death by disintegration. Reeling and grieving. The party are quickly captured by the forces of Northwatch's mysterious leader, Commander Zeus, and find themselves in prison once again. They are quickly broken out, though, by a resistance fighter named Adoria Rowan, 
who had been masquerading as a member of Zeus's inner circle. She clues them in on Zeus's regime, which has resulted in the subjugation of his people and the deaths of countless crystalborn to fuel his strange experiments, involving the recreation of hideous monsters of old. The failures decide to flee the city and head to the capital of Mornstead for aid. Along the way, they procure a baby dragon they named Spunkles and assist an adventurer-turned-farmer, Marcus, in confronting the horrors of his past. Upon returning to Marcus's farm to recover from the battles, Marcus's sword unleashes a snake-like monster of great power. Spunk sacrifices himself to protect the party from its evil, and the hero's light passes to Adolia. Still attempting to recover from their great losses, the failures finally arrive in Mornstead, where they meet up with an old friend of Marcus's named Vilvanus. He offers them sanctuary while they attempt to make sense of the complicated political situation in which they found themselves, and reconnect with Pickle's adoptive family of organized crime Lord Goliath. Meanwhile, Miraz makes a shady deal with the prince in a lovesick attempt to restore Evangeline's soul after discovering she had been sundered by the entity's interference. It was really stupid. The failures originally appeal to Ambrose's father, Isaac Boussant, the commander of the Ivory Guard, and rather than receiving the support they hoped for, are turned away and branded as fugitives. And it's revealed that Isaac is beholden to some dark entity. Jerk. Eventually, they determine their best path forward is to plead their case before the Queen and convince Evangeline's father, Cornelius Abernathy, to get them an audience in court. The failures make their case to the Queen regarding Zeus's wickedness, really well, I must say. And just as she agrees to put the full force of the country's might behind them, Zeus strikes her down in the throne room. The epic battle that ensues ends in Zeus's defeat but it also costs the life of Christopher and leaves Pickles deeply changed after a strange resurrection at Christopher's hands. In the aftermath, the failures are hailed as the heroes of Mornstead, but attempt to work through their grief and guilt, and in so doing they discover a dark entity entrenched in the Abernathy home, one that they eventually identify as the Dark Matron. As they move forward, Miraz reveals his connection to the prince, driving a wedge between himself and Ambrose and Farrakh and Adalia embark on a sweet and gentle sort of romance in the midst of the chaos. The party is called upon to determine the future of Mornstead itself. They turn the ruling power of the nation over to three kings rather than one, and make a few new friends in the process. Raveno, a knight of the Order of the Crystal Crown, and Navara, a soul mender with interest in what has happened to Pickles and what's happened to Evangeline. With Mornstead mostly restored to order, the party follows Raveno on the road to Ordemal in the neighboring nation of the concurrent theocracy on the hunt for a cult dedicated to the Dark Matron. The failures eventually find themselves in the depths of a mine in theocracy, facing down the Dark Matron, her snake's cultists, and Isaac Boussant. The battle is difficult and unforgiving, but the failures are eventually victorious. Unfortunately, there was a traitor in their midst. Ravenal reveals he has been working for the theocracy leader, the master, and will not allow all the failures to survive. Despite a desperate attempt to escape, both Navarro and Miraz fall to the traitor's blade, and four remaining failures attempt to pull themselves back together enough to continue on. 
After escaping the mines, Ferric, Ambrose, Pickles, and Adalia, and a catatonic Isaac Poussant, resume their journey to the capital city of Ordemal. When they arrive, they discover the Rock of Bristol, a person the hero's light has entreated Adalia to seek out in visions. Will be performing in the city for a single evening. The party finds shelter for Isaac and turns their attention to seeking an audience with the person the light has asked them to find. You are now officially caught up on episodes 1 through 51 of Power Word Fail's first campaign, Chosen of the Crystal Crown. We are thrilled to tell you the rest of our story in a brand new format. Catch us live on YouTube every other Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern, where the misadventures of the failures will pick right up where they left off with our premiere on June 18th. Subscribe to the Homebrew D&D on YouTube so you never miss an episode. We love telling this tale of high fantasy shenanigans and epic wins and fails. And we can't wait to share the love and excitement with everyone live. We'll see you on YouTube soon, and remember, you are loved, you're important, and you matter.